Hey gamers, this is Joe from What I'm Playing Now, and I have episode 78 of the podcast that was originally recorded on July 14th of 2015. Some of the games I played for the week, my group finished up with the first season of Pathfinder Adventure card game Skull and Shackles Organized Play. I talk about that quite a bit. I then jumped over to Shroud of the Avatar, which I'm really having a good time with. I played a little bit of You Must Build a Boat, and then I talked about a couple of games that I want to play, which you may have heard of before. Enjoy the episode. Good evening, gamers, and welcome to another episode of the What I'm Playing Now podcast. My name is Joe Luzzi. We are on episode 78. Hey, as always, send me some emails. Let me know what games you're playing now. Send those emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G, as I always say, on Facebook. You can do a search for what I'm playing now and you'll find us there. On Google Plus, you can do a search for plus.google.com slash the plus sign what I'm playing now podcast. And then, of course, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Okay, so this one might be a short podcast that I'm working on right now. Between work and several other things going on, I really didn't get too many board games played this past week. Too many video games played either. Hmm, I think there was a little too much working going on, but sometimes that happens. So we're going to talk about what I did play for the week and then hit into what I want to play. So for what I did play for the week, I was able to get in some Pathfinder Adventure card game, Skull and Shackles. Of course, we're talking about the organized play, the first season. We were finishing up the very last scenario of Scenario 6, which is 06F, Lost in the Storm. And this was quite an interesting scenario in that there was no Blessing deck. There was only one location, and the location was rather interesting. It was Lost in the Storm, and basically your ship is kind of supposed to be lost in the storm, and you were supposed to have gone overboard and pretty much just trying to survive. One of the more interesting things with this scenario was basically at the start of your turn, you had to bury a card. The other interesting thing was that the actual villain himself, you would just mix into the deck. If you found the villain and there were other cards in the location, you basically put the avatar of Dagon on the bottom of the location deck. The minute you found him, he basically jumps to the bottom and you continue going through the deck. The henchmen in this scenario were all Karkanoi. They were quite interesting aquatic veteran creatures. They weren't really too difficult to defeat, but uh, there were a couple of easier monsters that several of us did have some fun in fighting. I think there was one monster we pulled that was like a bee, and a couple of us laughed, and I rolled to basically defeat it without using any blessings or anything, and rolled two ones, and pretty much needed to get like a five or a six, I think, between the two dice, and I had higher dice as well, and everybody just kind of sat there and laughed, and then two turns later, our thief ran into the same monster. He rolled, and he was one short of killing it. And we all just sat there and laughed and was just like, okay, the one B card, and I can't remember what, what the actual monster was, but we just sat there and laughed thinking, okay, we've killed tons of Karkanoi already and have gotten through everything else in this deck. And this one B monster is actually going to kill us. And I think he only had like, um, you only needed like a 14 or something to defeat him, even with the plus seven bonus. And that was, that was something else with this scenario. Normally when you're fighting certain monsters, you add in the scenario number to the strength of the monster to make them to make them a little more difficult well in this one even though it was still scenario six it's the last one they wanted you to add seven and sometimes like i just said we were one short and a couple rolls sometimes that extra that extra one number just really came into play but we all had a good time we finished it first try it wasn't as difficult as 
we thought it was going to be. When you sit down to actually attempt this scenario, it does look rather intimidating, especially when you're looking at some of the strength of the characters. Like I said, the Karkanoi start off being a 25. The Avatar of Dagon, he is basically a combat of a 42. Then he's a combat of 42 or a Divine 24. So, you know, when you're when you're looking at some of the numbers like that and you go back and you start reminiscing and thinking about how your character started out, how much damage they were doing at the beginning and the difficulty you had in the first scenario, which I will I will talk about here in a little bit because we actually started playing through a second time. We'll go into that in a little bit, though. I want to finish this last scenario first, though. But when you start thinking back to those early times as to how 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 difficult some of those early monsters were and some of the things you're fighting now and the creatures you're engaging and some of the barriers that you're going up against and just it's really a tip of the hat to them that they were able to pretty much simulate the difficulty rise and make it as fun as it was throughout all six scenarios like i said before when i was like i've said before in a couple of pot previous podcasts i was playing Valand- valandron the sorcerer and I'll, I'll go over some of my stats here real quick and what I ended up with on my card. I had basically put most of my skills into Charisma, of course, since I was a caster. And I my Arcane was under Charisma, so I, of course, filled up the plus four under Charisma immediately as fast as I could. I threw, I think, one a plus one into Wisdom later on, and then I think I finally ended up throwing one into, de- into Dexterity. Now, I will say that I did have, under Powers, I did have the chance to actually take light armor i never actually took armor for my character um i we had two clerics in our group so there were a couple of scenarios where things got kind of rough for me and i pretty much was just thrown a heal or i was able to get out a spell of my own where i was able to kind of heal myself or something but um i I never took armor with this character and i was sitting here a little bit ago kind of flipping through the cards that were kind of left over and i will say if there's one thing out of this scenario or out of the whole organized play first season here that I will say that was a little disappointing is kind of how many cards are left over that I actually really didn't get to experience that I didn't actually get to put in my deck and then even some of the six level six cards that I was able to put into into my deck the ring of energy resistance I was able to actually utilize once in the very last scenario we got attacked by something and everybody had to make a roll and i was actually able to reduce the acid damage that was being put to me um, from the ring of energy resistance so i was really happy that i took that but several of the other six cards that i had in my deck like sign of wrath and dominate never really came into play my pearl of magic i think i maybe used once i think in the last scenario as well it's I, i would have liked to have seen either some further scenarios possibly coming out to where we can play with these final characters and maybe utilize some of these skills that we now have and some of the cards that we put into our deck just recently in a couple in the past couple of scenarios or if there was a way we can possibly just go through some of the scenarios again i guess i'm i'm not really too sure how best to do that i guess let's get let's go back to the powers real quick before we get to carry on with that conversation but um under powers i kept my hand size at 6 i never really took it over that Five was my initial, and I added one to that. I, of course, maxed out the one ability, my one power, where I can actually use any card as a magic, as, as basically an attack, and I had plus three to that. I, of course, took the ability, since I didn't take armor, to where I can basically take any spell and reduce combat damage by two. That was one of the ones I took early on. 
Um, I, one of the later ones that I took, I can move at the end of my turn by basically recharging a spell. I could also take a character with me. That was another power I took. I also took the power where I could add 1d8 and the swashbuckling trait to my check to defeat a barrier that has the obstacle trait. I don't think I ever used that power. And then I took the power where I can automatically succeed at a check to recharge a spell that has the arcane trait that does not have the attack trait. And I think pretty much all of my spells pretty much had the attack at the end of the game. And and in looking through my deck, they they did. They all the only one that didn't was Good Omen, and that did come into play a couple of times. But the recharge on that was so low. I think I actually did get to use that power once with with the Good Omen. But in looking at my character, I think my character ended up pretty good. I really I really like where he ended up. I like I liked playing the sorcerer. I I felt he was really powerful. He he assisted the party a lot in combat, and that was pretty much what I kind of focused on. I tried to play him to be a little more just combat magic heavy. The weapons I had in my deck were basically pretty much, I think, some of the beginning weapons I started out. I never upgraded my weapons after the first couple of scenarios. Once I got past scenario one, I I just never really felt like using my dexterity and using that for a combat check over what I could do with my spells was was better for me in any way. And the interesting thing was, after we finished this, I mentioned a little bit ago that we kind of started playing again. I picked up a Hunter deck real quick after we finished this scenario, and we had a couple of new players there that were kind of wanted to, wanted to play a couple of games. So I said, well, you know what? For the next couple of weeks before we start playing Wrath of the Righteous, because we had talked about possibly taking a like a month break in between finishing Skull and Shackles and doing Wrath of the Righteous. I said for the next couple of weeks, I go, let's maybe get together and just start going through Skull and Shackles again. I go, I'll grab, I'll play a hunter character. And I took um, Era Bundy. And after I started playing him with the very first scenario, I noticed he's kind of just like Valendron, but opposite the weapons and spells. He pretty much is playing just like that. So I actually may actually change over to Rathak as my hunter and play him for a little bit until we actually start playing Wrath of the Righteous. And I actually may play him into some of Wrath of the Righteous until the actual Paladin deck is released because that's the one character that I do want to take through Wrath of the Righteous. And I believe that is coming out in August, but I don't know when in August. Uh, We do have some friends that are going down uh, that actually play in our group to Gen Con. And they actually said that if the Paladin deck is down there, they would pick it up for me. And I would was greatly appreciative of them doing that if it is available. But I will say overall, for the whole first scenario, or the, for the whole first season of Skull and Shackles for the organized play, I think Paizo did actually a pretty good job of it. I Everybody really enjoyed it. Uh, there have been a couple of people in our group that have actually played through, I think, the season a couple of times. They not only play in our group, they play in a couple other groups outside of the store that I normally go to. So it, it kind of shows you that there's there's a there's a lot that they can do with this. And I really can't wait to to get my feet wet with Wrath of the Righteous and some of the newer rules and some of the things that they've actually done with Wrath of the Righteous to actually maybe clean up some of the things that were probably just not the best for the players as we went through this first season. Uh, there were some, you know, some bumpy times along the way, but I think everybody learned a lot. I think when I read the forums out there in Paizo's forums, there were a lot of, there's a lot of constructive criticism that people were able to give. And and I think that they listened as a team and, and corrected a lot of those things from what it looks like in Wrath of the Righteous. So I'm really looking forward to playing that. That is about it for the first season of Organized Play. 
I will say, if I do get a chance to maybe play this again, and I think what I'm going to try to do is maybe set some time aside with my wife and try to run her through Rise of the Rune Lords and just go through a lot of the scenarios in that, and then maybe take her actually through the season of Shackles, maybe with two of us. I, I might pick up the fighter deck as well as the cleric deck. I'll let her play the fighter, and then I'll play the, the cleric, so this way we have a fighter and a healer. And maybe we'll try to go through the season of Shackles with two people. Playing with six was rather interesting. It was kind of funny because after we finished this last scenario for C, for the for the first organized play and then started over again, there were a couple of people that had tried to do that first scenario a couple of times with just two people and they were having a heck of a time. We were, we were able to sit down with six of us and wow, it was really interesting because it came down to pretty much one of the last cards. It was one of those scenarios again, and we were very happy once we actually did beat that first villain. Like I said at the beginning of my conversation, it was really amazing going from a character who's pretty much max level and kind of decked out, going back to somebody who pretty much has all basic abilities in their deck. It's, the gameplay is so much different, and you just feel so much more vulnerable as a character to possibly dying, to possibly, you know, where, you're, where your roles are just, you're just having to use so many more blessing cards to assist with your roles since you really just are a character starting out in the game. That is one thing that I can say now that we've actually finished the season and we're actually starting it up again and I'm starting back through with another low-level character. It's kind of all fresh. It's it's really cool how they how they have this game and I really enjoy it. So if some of you have never gone out and tried Pathfinder Adventure card game, you definitely give it a shot. I think you will really enjoy it. We have a good group that's um, playing it, and we're kind of looking forward to continuing on. So, all right, we're going to jump over to another game I played for the week. I actually spent quite a bit of time playing Shroud of Avatar. Well, I don't know if I want to say quite a bit of time, but I actually did get a good, some good time in with Shroud of the Avatar. I think I was able to jump my character up to around level 20 or so, maybe a little higher. I can't remember if last week is when I had upgraded my armor, if that was this week. I think that might have been this week is when I actually swapped out all of my armor from the leather. I went to chainmail, which is heavy armor. I haven't been able to get, um, basically construct any plate mail yet or buy some. And I'm not really too sure if I'm going to spend any time or crafting energy right now since there's probably going... I think the wipe that they're doing for the next release r20 i think it is is supposed to be i think july 30th so there's only a couple of weeks to the to the white but i kind of wanted to play the game a little bit more get a little more familiar with it understand combat a little better once i hit level 15 i actually switched from the normal style mmo type of combat where you have basically a combat bar and you're kind of just cycling through attacks which does get old after a while especially once you get the pattern down it's like you're kind of just going through repetition and you're not really even playing the game anymore. You're kind of just on autopilot. I went to the deck system that they've used that I've actually talked about, I think, before in a couple of podcasts. I actually started doing a little bit of research into that. I threw together a deck and went out and actually got another five levels with it very quickly in the area I was in. And I will say that the deck system that they've added to this game does make combat a lot more interactive. It keeps you into the much more engrossed into the combat where you you have to pay attention. You can't just sit there and pretty much watch a movie on Netflix and sit there and just rotate your fingers through a couple of keys. You pretty much have to pay attention, especially if you're going to start using some of the, the dodge abilities that you have to possibly move out of the way of some of the larger strikes. And it'll be interesting with this next release that they're coming out with. I believe they're going. that's when they're going to release some of the bigger creatures. And I think the troll is the first big creature that they're going to release. And it'll be interesting what type of possibly 
area of effect attacks that these larger creatures may actually be able to accomplish against some of us characters playing. But I will say that so far, the community in Shroud of the Avatar is really great. I've been trying to become a little more active in the forums. I'm still looking for a guild. I have a couple of guilds that I am actually have read about through the forums, and I'm possibly going to start talking to some of the people this weekend about maybe joining up with them, maybe going on a couple of adventures and see which one kind of fits my play style. But so far, Shroud of the Avatar, I have to say that I'm, I'm really enjoying the game. After release 20, I was already talking with my accountant, who's my wife, and she basically gave me the okay and go ahead to up my pledge level, and I will be going up to where I will have a house finally. And I was actually talking with uh, one of my buddies today, who actually is a is at the citizen level, I think. And he really hasn't even spent too much time in the game. And I think the more I'm playing, I think he's kind of getting a little more interested in it. So I'm going to see if the two of us can possibly get together a couple of evenings and maybe just kind of pal around for an hour here or there and see what type of trouble we can get into and maybe introduce him to some of the game. Because like I said, he really hasn't done too, too much in the game yet. So I'm really looking forward to playing a lot more of that. Once, once you do get into the game, and, and get a, you know get a good feel for how the game does play and you get a couple more skills under your belt definitely definitely give the deck combat a try as it's something that's pretty unique I would have to say and it's something that I really enjoyed and I'm I'm kind of glad that I switched over to it I wish I would have almost done it sooner now but when you just don't have the skills and, and enough of a skills to complement each other or even pull off some combos or even just have enough to basically populate a deck. It's, I think you're really limiting yourself, and you're going to get a lot of slugs that come up, and the slugs basically are kind of blank spots that will just fill in randomly. So it's it's you definitely kind of want to watch when you're starting off. I'm going to, when the wipe happens for release 20 here, I think at the end of the month, I'll probably try to start off playing with the deck right away and actually see how that works, since I didn't do that when I created this character. I'm not really too sure how viable it is, but... When we do get to that point, I will talk about that again, and I'll let you know how it works, or if it doesn't. And if it doesn't, we'll go back to the other way for a couple levels, and then switch back over. But it may work. I'm I'm not sure right now, so we'll have to find out. And then I played, and then one of the other games I played on my wife's laptop quite a bit, I played um, You Must Build a Boat. This was the match three game that was that is the successor to 10 million. In 10 million, I can never say I really finished because I never did get 10 million. I think I was my closest was like 9,960,000. I think I came close one time and died right at the end. And I've played it a couple of times after that. But after I got that high of a score and wasn't able to get the 10 million, I kind of just got a little turned off of the game and just never really even attempted to get the 10 million again. Uh, but you must build a boat. It's another match three. They did change around some things. I've talked about this in one of the past couple of podcasts. I'm, I'm still liking this game right now. It hasn't completely worn off on me like 10 million did, but um, I think I'm probably getting close to the end of my life with the game. We'll see how much more time I actually spend with it. My boat is, I think, close to being finished. I have a lot of the big sales. I think I've unlocked pretty much everybody that I think you can unlock. I'd be surprised if there's actually anybody else that gets added onto the boat. I think the last person I unlocked actually is a lady who has a garden, but yet she has grown nothing for me. So I haven't gone out to actually find any cheats or anything on the game to see what is going on with her but um, I'm hoping sooner or later she actually can do something for me and I'm not really too sure when that's going to happen so I may play the game until that point in time other than that that was pretty much about it like I said I really didn't get to go down to any of my board game nights this week there was no dice masters I was way too busy with work so 
I'm going to jump into what I want to play now. And what I want to play now is pretty much what I wanted to play last week. I didn't get to touch Vainglory on my phone, which is the MOBA that I was told about a couple of weeks ago. And I've only pretty much read through the rules of Magic the Gathering, Arena of the Planeswalker. I haven't had a chance to get a game of that in yet. I think my wife and I are actually going to try to play that in the next couple of nights. We're going to try to get a game of that in. From what I'm hearing, a lot of people are enjoying that. I've never actually played Heroescape myself, and everybody says that that is what it's reminding them of. So I'm really looking forward to playing that. I'm really not going to say too much else in regards to that, considering I haven't played it yet. So until then, I think that's going to be it for this podcast. Hey... As always, thank you for joining me this week. Send me some emails. Let me know what you're playing now. Send the emails to what I'm playing now at gmail.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at what I'm playing now. Don't forget to drop the G. On Facebook, just do a search for what I'm playing now. We also have a Google Plus page, which is plus.google.com slash the plus sign, what I'm playing now podcast. And then, of course, our Twitch channel, which is twitch.tv slash what I'm playing now. Hey, everybody, if you like the show, don't forget to give me some reviews on iTunes or wherever you're downloading your podcast from, send me some emails, like I always say. Come back next week. I will definitely be going down to the board game or to my to my board game store at least once this week to get some board games in. So, And I, I'm going to make sure my wife and I play a couple of here. So I think this is probably one of the first weeks in quite a while where I actually haven't played a, a brand new board game. And I'm, I'm going through a little withdrawal actually here. But I'm going to get through it, and this week we're going to get some in. So, hey, thanks for joining me. Come back next week for another episode. We'll see you then. Bye-bye.